Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Unmute. Do we got it? There it is. Oh, there it is. Okay. Well, the first part of this is going to be muted. <laughs> we did go through the whole intro. Uh, we're not going to go through it again. Um, all right. So, yeah, follow our rate and review. Uh, follow on all major podcast platforms. Uh, give us a rating. Damn, what's a rating? Five star party. Five star party. Uh, and then shoot us a review. Um, it's your chance to be creative. Uh, give us a uh, give us a rating. Doesn't matter what it is. Just give us a rating. No, it's not that hard. I got it. Um, and then uh, listener support. We don't need to go into that in this episode. No. Donate to the podcast. You might be a guest on the podcast. Yeah, though. there you go. So, hey, yep. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're really cheap. So it works. Dan, Dan hit our begging quota early in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, as always, guys, we are a part of the, uh, the Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing group of uh, independent beer podcasts. Check out all the podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Uh, and I just want to get this out of the way in the beginning of the podcast because that's most when most of you scumbags listen to the podcast and then you turn it off later. Uh, I'm doing a fundraiser for St. Jude's, uh, playing a bunch of golf in, in August. Uh, all proceeds go to St. Jude's. Uh, so you're doing how many holes? 72. 72. 72 holes in all. So how many rounds of golf is that for a month? Four. Four rounds? Yeah, four rounds. Nice. Um, so I'll be documenting everything and then, um, yeah, just raising money for a great charity. Uh, St. Jude's is the best charity out there. Um, I mean, in my mind, my, this guy's opinion. Uh, but yeah. I'll put the uh, I'll put the link back in uh, in our our Instagram or social media somehow. Uh, it's on my all my personal stuff. So if you're if you follow that, it's there. What's your handicap? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. I'm 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 up I'm up from sixteen. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Let's get our guests in here. Um, we'll start off with our our listener support uh, guests here. Special guest. Uh, it's the, the the podcast number one supporting horror troll, and he's also the host of the Stabby Stabby podcast, which can be listened to every Monday. Every Monday, new yeah. episodes every Monday. Uh, Greg Char. Yeah, hi. Hey, thanks, Greg. Thank thanks you for, for having me. Yes, this is. Uh, I mean, this is a first for us. I think first. Yeah, yeah. Listen, first first listener. listener support on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. We decided he was the first person to donate to the podcast, so we decided to have him on. Yeah, and if you give him 20 bucks, yeah, they'll let you come sweat with him outside. It's nice. At 25 bucks, we'll let you do anything. <laughs> yeah. No holds barred. Yeah, Greg, Greg's got a serious spotlight on him. He looks great. Can we turn that over to uh, Richie, too? Because oh. he's starting to get real dark. Getting real dark. <laughs> yeah, I should have been in that corner. I don't know if it's that killer, like, Miami tan he's going on, but I couldn't see him. I'm still pasty. I'll do a little, I'll do a little scooch so you can get up in here. 
Um, all right. So the, the real reason that we're here, uh, the reason we're out on the victory uh, rooftop, uh, we are joined by just a big pile of jet setting, party loving, concept brewing, bachelor living, classy Philly trash. Yeah, that perfectly describes me. <laughs> it took them all night to write that. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how long I was just like, how many more descriptions of Richie can I fit in here? Um, he is the the brewer, he, the head brewer here at Victory Phillies, brewing probably, hopefully, the beers that you're drinking. You got, what, four taps on tonight? Uh, three taps on right now. Three four, taps on? Four tomorrow. Um, so Victory Philly does do uh, specific uh, taps. Beers brewed only in Philly, only available in Philly. Uh, so we're joined by head brewer here at Philly, Rick, Richie Tablin. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back. We're pulling the spring of summer now. Got we'll the put enough sauce in there. <laughs> yeah, the, the last time we were here, uh, we, I mean, you probably don't remember because nobody paid attention, but we were here with Bill Kovalevsky, which, you know, shining achievement in my life. <laughs> but it's uh, a nice bucket list for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we were here last time and the, uh, the rooftop wasn't open. So now we're here and we were like, I feel like a couple months ago. Right, we were like, I, I think you guys came on like right, right before we opened it. Yeah, and then we were like, let's do one on the rooftop. We gotta do one of these on the we rooftop. We just said it in passing, didn't really think much of it, and then Richie reached out to, yeah, I'm trying to get that on the calendar. <laughs> when do you guys want to do it? I was like, what? That's for real. I'm going to, I'm going to Miami next week. If you guys could solidify a date, please. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna be drinking, um, we're gonna be drinking some, uh, some of Richie's beers, uh, some of the Philly uh, specific. I was gonna say Philly Pacific, but. Uh, We'll mark it down, Dan. I am garbage. Yes, yeah, so we got seven beers tonight. So Philly Central. Like I said to you yeah. guys, I'm trying to get you guys as drunk as possible. All right, all right. As we bob and weave our way home. <laughs> if anybody's listening, on we're 76, using it well. Use I mean, a... apparently there's some Airbnbs above this uh, brewery, so we might be taking advantage of them. All right, so uh, Richie, what are what's the first beer we're we're cracking here? All right, so this first beer is a good limes lager. So it's a lime rice lager. Um, so I got the taste notes here if you want to. Yeah, for sure. All All right, so a true summertime crusher, a clean, crisp, and light-bodied rice lager flavored with lime that would take your mind to paradise. Oh. So 4% rice lager and then flavored with lime. All right. Awesome. Let's get into it, boys. Slancha. Yes. 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 Now, the uh, Mexican lager is basically like the American lager with just lime added to it. Yeah, so this isn't a Mexican lager. So Mexican lager would be more like uh, corn or just basic pilsner. So this is uh, the, the base of this. It, I believe it's maize. Maize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the base of this was just a clean rice lager. Okay. And then we can do with it what we want from there. So then, you know, we can flavor it with lime. Uh, I'm going to brew it again next week. Uh, I'm going to make an orange uh, lager and then uh, we'll make a mango. So it'll be an like icy mango, but I'd orange. And, uh, okay. I like it. You're the victory readers. <laughs> yes, exactly. All the flavors. Um, so what what did is that the reason you did the uh, the rice over the Mexican style? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like rice lagers. One, I think rice lagers are kind of coming into their own right now. So I wanted to try one out, see if I could do it. Uh, and then also, I just love lime lagers. So, yeah, I mean, they really are coming in their own. They're they're buying uh, buying Stone Brewery. Yes. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, like on the craft side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I love a good rice lager when it's done well. I mean, whenever I see a Sapporo, I'm, I'm ordering it. I mean, yeah. it's like the quintessential rice lager. Totally. Yeah, it's that 4%. Like, I'll be on the rooftop. This is the beer from the rooftop. Yeah, it just has such a nice, like, characteristically, like, clean finish to it. Uh, just, like, a little hint of that, like, a little bit of, like, I always call it, like, uh, a little sulfur from the rice, but it's just, like, a great taste to, like, go with the clean, like, finish on it. Yeah. Gives it, like, a little snap. Yeah, and there's a little uh, hint of salt in there as well. Yeah. I love, I mean, I'm a huge fan of lime, so it really speaks to me. Um, I love that the, the lime's coming through. Kind of goes so with well. your uh, Bud Light Lime addiction, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is the true beach beer is Bud Light Lime. Slimers, as, we, uh, as we've termed them. Um, this is getting you all like South Jersey transformed right now. Yeah. Um, Are you wearing sandals with socks right now? I may be. I may be. Nobody <laughs> look at my feet. Um, is, yeah, so the I mean the the lime shines through really well. This. I mean it's big citrus punch in the face. And I, I like the way it looks too. So like when you hold it up, it's like perfectly bright. It's nice and white. Um, doesn't have like that pale straw yellow. It's kind of yeah. more. Uh, I mean, you can tell it's a rice lager as opposed to just a pale. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you think of this, Greg? I love how it is very lagery right on like immediately, and then the lime just kind of slides in. It's so good. Thank you. Nice little like tart finish on yeah. from the lime. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. This might be one that would, uh, if I could get it in, uh, in like a, a case of uh, of like pounders or something. You know, oh, this would on, be. <laughs> so when we put, doing a live show and you're gonna burp like that. <laughs> this was the first beer that we did a release party for. So we made the beer and then we said it was gonna come out on a certain date. Normally, I'm just making the beer and then it just comes out whenever it's ready. Um, so I sat up here on the roof and I drank seven of them. So, <laughs> so I felt just, great. I Quality just, assurance? Yes. I just want to drink this on the beach. Like this, one, I want this to be my new beach beer. Like I, that's all, all I drink. Like every time, every time I pick something to drink on the beach, it's always like lime centric. Yeah, I think this beer hydrates you actually. Oh, okay. I like that hydrating. You put a little liquid IV in baby, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> electrolytes. Yeah, yeah. The adjunct is liquid it's the electro- IV. Electrolytes in the rice lager. There's a little bit of salt in there. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, last time, we, like we mentioned, last time we were here, uh, we were not we were not privy to the rooftop because it wasn't open yet. Um, how has it been being here with the rooftop open? Now? It's awesome. Uh, it's definitely a party up here. Definitely. Like city sips tomorrow night's gonna be crazy. So like every Wednesday, everyone comes down from their office buildings and it's just it's nuts here for about two and a half hours. Oh really? Yeah. Never heard of city sips. Uh, it's like kind of like a happy hour, like a citywide happy hour. It's like a citywide happy hour. Everyone uh, in the city goes down the beach on the weekends. So some people got together and then on Wednesdays everyone comes out and uh, they have like drink deals all over the city. Okay. Um, okay. So we're not actually officially part of sips because you have to sell McLoob. As part of it, um, oh. <laughs> we do not sell Michelob here, so we're just like a rooftop bar in Center City. Our beer is pretty cheap anyway, so people are just coming here without the deals. I was told that Michelob was going to be here. <laughs> it was, which did you lie to me, Dan, to get me here? I did. I knew you were on that low cow diet. No, you know, and I was I'm, like, don't worry, Tom. There's going to be Michelob. There you know, I'm an ultra guy. <laughs> Can you just brew like a Michelob kind of style and just call it like Michelback? Oh, I didn't think about that. I like next that. Year. <laughs> yeah, Mickleback. Yeah. Yeah, just call it it's like Michael Loeb or something. Like yeah. Mickleback, super, super ultra. Michael Loeb. Ultra. Um, 
So we, we, I feel like we got to get like a, you guys got to do some kind of like citywide here. You guys do like a shot and a beer kind of. Yeah. So we do, I mean, we do sell liquor here. Um, I'm not sure how many shots we sell, but uh, I mean, I do like that idea. We had that, I think last time you guys came on, you guys had that strong model here. No, yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good I one. I think the strong, yeah. yeah, the strong lager would be a good addition for yeah. uh, just for the citywide. I mean, the perfect citywide is a banquet beer and you know a bottom shelf whiskey for sure. Uh, and Maybe you'd even drink this beer with that this and a shot of tequila or something. I like that. I like that shot in a beer. Do this. Can somebody Google citywide in Spanish. I'm gonna just call it that. <laughs> Ciudad. <laughs> El Ciudad. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Not that uh, well versed on. Oh, you didn't. Uh, you didn't finish your uh, Duolingo no, lessons. No, no. Oh, come on! You spent so many hours on the toilet learning <laughs> Spanish with Duolingo. That's all you talked to me I, about. Yeah, You're I like, know. I'm just gonna sit on the toilet every time I sit on the toilet. I'm gonna learn Spanish. Didn't stick. It didn't stick. Didn't stick. <laughs> it didn't stick. <laughs> didn't stick. <laughs> Um, That's the only thing that didn't stick when you're on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the, I mean, this is super refreshing. Um, definitely got the the hint of salt in there. Um, I, just, is, I wouldn't consider this a brewer's beer. This is more of a going out and just crushing seven or eight of these. I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, brewer, brewers have some real like low class. Uh, taste you're right uh you brought the citywide out there too i was gonna say would you call a citywide a uh would you call that low class or like a shot in the beer what, you, what would you call that that's just a great deal it's just a great deal that's what yeah. i call it people go like ah citywide i'm like oh come on it's great yeah cost it's, efficiency is not <laughs> yeah, low class. No. we're living in a time of 9.1 one percent uh in, in, where it, inflation is at 9.1 we i mean it's stupid. It's it's irresponsible to not get a, a city one. Yeah, like a little point. southern tier whiskey. Choose one of your uh, choose one of your beers you have on draft, and preferably the strong lager when it comes back. I feel like you guys need to do like a seventeen seventy six citywide for sure. We got a uh, fest beer out now, so oh, that. a fest beer citywide. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be down yeah, for that. I like that. A little uh, little pumpkin, pumpkin spice whiskey. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the citywide's got to come Ooh, in a can. Though. The spice whiskeys we do have are very drinkable. They're dangerous. <laughs> okay. We can do that and some pumpkin. I do feel like it has to be a can though for the citywide. Oh, that's right. You guys have Southern some Deer, so you got cans. pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, like that. We're working on great we're, ideas. We're 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 the uh, we're just spitballing here. We're hoping yeah. Bill is listening for this. Hopefully, Bill Kovaleski is just on Twitch right now watching someone play Call of Duty while he's chilling, watching the podcast. <laughs> um, all right. So, I think we have, what, seven beers to get through. Um, I think before before we get into the next beer, should we start, kick off our... Kick off our game? Yeah, our little game <laughs> we have going here. Um, so, we want to do kind of like a spinoff of... Uh, are you garbage part podcast? I know we're in Philly. We figured we uh, pay homage to one of our favorite uh, favorite. I guess yeah, I would Philly. call it Philly centric. It's yeah. not Philly. I mean, they don't record yeah. Philly, but they're you know they're two Philly comedians. So. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to figure out you know what is classy and what's trashy drinking. Yeah, classy drinker versus trashy drinker. Like, yeah. To see like do, which one do you fall into based on a couple of questions that we're going to do tonight. Yeah, I have the feeling I'm going to end up on the wrong side of this. I know. I I feel like I'm going <laughs> to as soon as I start making hash marks, it's just going to look. <laughs> I'm going to fill up this tablet right now. <laughs> so I think I think the one we came up that we could start off with is the the box wine. 
Yeah, I feel like the box wine question uh, should be the first one. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great measuring stick um, because I feel like the box wine could go either way, classy yeah. or trashy, based on how you use it. So <laughs> box wine might be just trashy altogether, but is it? <laughs> I was gonna say Jay Z Jay Z has a box wine. <laughs> yeah, Almondale. I was gonna say Jay Z's got a box wine. So so no idea. so if you're if you're presented with a box of wine. How are you drinking it? Are you, are you drinking it straight from the... Ripping that box open as quickly as possible. Okay. You, <laughs> All right, Richie. So, so, so you are ripping the box open? Ripping okay. the box open. You're getting right to the bladder. Of course. I mean, you have to get to the tap. You rip the box open. Are you saying that you're ripping the entire box open and taking the entire bladder out? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> no. It's not a good look here, guys. Head brewer right here, Victory <laughs> Philly. Now, do you pulling the bladder out of the fronds? Yeah. When you go straight for the bladder, are you just pouring it from the tap, or are you giving a little something, something before? Do you, you get a little something before you hit the tap? Um, I guess it depends which kind. Well, it's, I mean, quintessential Fronzia. I, I feel like what Tom is trying to ask: Do you slap the bag? Yes, yeah. Definitely. Do you Sla- abuse it before you use it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, trash. It's trash. But I think have have you pulled it out? You pulled a hundred percent. Yeah, you've witnessed me doing. It. I've seen you do it. I myself have not done it. But are you? So if you, if I gave you a box of wine right now, are you just drinking it straight? You know, are you pouring it into a glass? You pour it into a red solo cup? I you, think. I think logistically, I'm gonna have to put it in the fridge to make it easier to pour. Like, how are you, you? You have the bag. Yeah. Right. How are you holding this bag to pour it every time you want to drink it? By one of the corners. Okay. One of the corners. You hold it up like you're grabbing like a chicken that you're about to slaughter. Okay. And See, you, I, I don't know. I feel like logistically it just fits in the fridge and I can just go in, grab some. I mean, unless you're tying it around your like shoulder, maybe. Like, like, you put it on like an IV bag holder uh-huh. so you can walk around uh-huh. with it. See, class. Extra trash. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the nice thing about box wine, and I've said this to every friend I've ever had, when you're done with it, you blow that bad boy back up, and that's a pillow. Oh, I like that. It's like a travel right, pillow. Yeah. Right, so, oh, okay. I like that. I've never got done a bag of wine and had the wherewithal to make a pillow for myself. Well, <laughs> He's like a trash boy scout over it, here. It, it takes time. You learn, you get wisdom over the years. It's a wor- The worst hangover I ever had was... Uh, my freshman year of college, the first time I experienced box wine was that was the worst single worst hangover I ever had. That was the first time I opened up my eyes and it felt like somebody just David Akers punted me in the head. I've never seen somebody drink so much box wine other than like Tom. I I feel like every time we've done something place like on vacations, you just for some reason, Franzia comes out of some. I'm like, where'd you get that Franzia? And he's ripping it open. I'm just like, I'm not it's getting easy anywhere to hold that. the bag. Have you seen the uh, fireball bags? No. What? What? They make fireball. That's a whole new level of trash right there. That's not a good look. Are they like the um? <laughs> are like the they like the giant Capri Suns? Like they're making the wine now? No, it literally looks like a Franzia bag. Oh my god! Uh, a fireball. It's so unnecessary. Yeah, you see them all around the Eagles tailgates. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, we got something from the chat here. A bike pump into the bladder to build up pressure and really get that fountain going. <laughs> now we're talking about back pressure. We're bringing physics into this. It's and carving it up. <laughs> that sounds classy to me. I know. Yeah, not champagne. Like, champagne's classy. 
I feel like where does trash and ingenuity like where's the thin gray line? <laughs> so I think there's I think there's a, a, a line where uh, champagne crosses from trashy to classy. So champagne, the image of champagne is classy, but when you're uh, double fisting some six dollar brute bottles and just yeah. taking them to the head, a little trashy. I got one. Does your does your champagne have a plastic cork? Then it's trash. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would say you ever get the one where you're like you're trying to pull it out and then you realize it's a screw in plastic cork. <laughs> That's why I don't drink wine. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the uh, let's get into our second beer. Let's get into the next beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts on the rice lager, guys? I loved it. Uh, that might be my favorite beer that Richie's ever brewed. Uh, you know, you know me. I'm a I'm a I'm a fun loving adjunct boy. Um, so I know you love everything marshmallow, yeah. lactose. I mean, it's well documented on the podcast. If my beer doesn't have lactic acid in it. <laughs> It's know. not a beer to me. I don't think that's the same thing. All right, so our next beer <laughs> is uh, Dry Hop American Summer. It's an American Pilsner, so this is part of the Pilsners on the Parkway series. Uh, we're um, just making a base Pilsner and then hopping it with hops from different countries. Okay. So this time I chose America. Okay. Um, so we did HBC 472 hops and Chinook hops, which don't seem like a likely pairing. Um, but it came out, I think, really well. It has like notes of like lemongrass and dill pickle. Uh, so, so why is that an unlikely pairing for like I know I've had experience with Chinook, but what's the HBC? Taste I mean, one you don't see Chinook in lagers really. Um, yeah, Chinook's kind of like one of those sea hops that you put in like IPAs and whatnot. It's like kind yeah, of like, like the West Coast IPAs, and even not even by itself. Like you normally pair Chinook with like Centennial or Cascade or something like that. Yeah, the, all the seas. Yep, and then the HBC four seventy two normally comes out like very like woody and oaky okay. and kind of creamy. Um, so I use it in a lot of my dark beers, um, but pairing them together, they like combined into this flavor that like I was not expecting at all because those hops alone don't taste lemon grassy or dill pickle. I saw, I saw. It. We'll get you into it, it then. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll bring that we'll bring that question up later, um, Dan. That is a great question from the stream. So. I'm um, I am surprised. I thought I thought one of those hops would maybe taste like a a talking can of mixed vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, so we do want to go into tasting notes on this. Yes. So tasting notes for this. I'm sorry. I love how you have the paper <laughs> that I printed from an email. <laughs> Our latest in the Pilsners on the Parkway series, where we found an unlucky match between HBC 472 and Chinook hops, who hooked up down by the lake for a crushable and unfiltered Pilsner with notes of lemongrass and dill pickle. I love it. I love all the references. Uh, totally. you, it's it's great. I feel like you had to wet hop it to just. Do the wet hop American summer. <laughs> I, I, that would be, that would been perfect, but I hate wet hop beers. So I, I, I know. Wet hops are so hit or miss. It's gross. It tastes like grass water. Yeah, it's usually, it's like, you, you'll, it's like hit or miss. You either get a good one or you get like a salad. We're getting some pours here, and then we're going to get into a, uh, a great... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're getting some good uh, response here in the chat. We actually have a great question. I think there would be a good debate here, guys. So well, it's, uh, cheers. cheers. Going around back. Wow. All right. There's no kids out here. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, how uh, is that? <laughs> 
I mean, what do you guys think? I think this is great. Um, it does not taste like a Pilsner, but no. the whole point of this is, we, you know, we're exploring different hops from different countries. So for the uh, Winston Church Pils, I used uh, UK Fuggle and East Kent Golden, which, again, those hops, like, they don't, we don't when we see those in a beer like a Pilsner, but together it has this like unique taste that kind of, that's the whole point of the Pilsner is to show off, showcase the hops. Yeah, I feel like you you almost made a, a Fodor lager without Fodor. Like it's yeah. got that oakiness to it. Almost reminds me of like a Fodor lager a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not going to taste like a traditional German lager, that, that, a traditional German Pilsner. Like that's not the point of this. Um, we're just using it as a base to showcase the other hops. Super, Um, I mean, it's super earthy. Yeah, I mean, it's a pilsner and a lot like it's definitely a pilsner um it reminds me of like a fodor with that oakiness i feel like it's i mean you definitely hit the nail on the head and there's like a subtle bitterness from i guess that chinook a little bit just, just yeah it has a little bite to it a little yeah. bit yeah a little a little zip as well. <laughs> a little zip, <laughs> a little zip. <laughs> it's definitely uh it feels like it's it, like a fuller body um, definitely from the, the dry hop. Um, For sure. And this base pilsner that I'm using is a fuller body pilsner. Okay. Uh, so we did have a great question come in here. I think we get a. We I'm putting it up some on the stream on right now. Yeah. All right. So uh, it's a fuck, Mary kill, <laughs> lager, IPA, and pills. <laughs> um, you got to go with the brewer here. Well, and we have some answers in the uh, chat too. All right, we're going to kill IPA. Uh, okay. We're going to marry lager. Fuck those. Ooh, okay. I like that. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to kill IPA. I am going to. Of course uh, you are. <laughs> of course you are. That's, a, that's, that's just, uh, just I'm a gonna, staple there. I'm going to. I'm going to throw throw a little curveball here. I'm going to. I'm going to marry Pilsner, but I'm going to make sweet, tender love to lager. <laughs> no, you got to fuck lager now, man. That was the, la- that was the last one. With a deep that's, tongue kiss lager. Yeah, that's just that's just no foreplay. Just going right in, man. Just... No, only missionary looking in the eyes. <laughs> lights off, though. Lights off. Always lights off. All right, Dan, what do you got with? All right. So, obviously... I do have a deep, deep love for IPAs. I've been an IPA guy for almost, I mean, over a decade. It sounds so. like you're just setting them up to kill them. No, I'm not <laughs> going to kill them. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill Pilsner off. I'm going to kill Pilsner off right off the bat. I'm going to fuck the shit out of IPA, though. <laughs> IPA, is that, IPA is that crazy, that, that crazy that I like. But I'm going to marry lager because that's... That's something that's a little more, you know. Uh, it's the lady you bring home to the family. Yeah, yeah. Lager's what you bring home to the family. All right. You fuck IPA, but you bring you bring lager home to the family. <laughs> Greg, uh, I, I'm I'm going with Dan. Um, I'm I'm 100% gonna fuck IPA. Uh, just like the beer, you can do anything you want with it, and it's still gonna be good. Uh, I'm gonna kill pills. It's uh, to me, it's the more boring of the the styles, uh, and I'm gonna marry lager because uh, it's it's the steady one. It's even okay. keel. It'll be it'll be good. It's never gonna be. It's never gonna blow your mind. That's why you got the IPA yeah. on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like both of you are like willing to like just lick IPA's butthole just yeah. a little bit yeah. just to try it out. We're gonna, actually, we're gonna Eiffel Tower IPA later. Right, Him and I are just gonna. 
<laughs> yeah, come on over, um, IPA. I'll show you a good time. So, um, IPA wants to party. Now, I mean, victory centric. Uh, I think it was, it happened like last year, last year when we were on the podcast. Yeah. Um, there was the, the gas leak at Victory Kennet. You know, fire. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Levante was on. We were uh, doing yeah, so our was, live yeah, stream was with Levante. Levante. Well, um, no, it wasn't live stream. It was with Jim Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was going down like as we were streaming. Um, and now. Uh, what's up, man? Yeah, got, yeah. We're the best best friends podcast in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so, Victory Kennedy. Yeah, gonna... see, we're making fans here, guys. <laughs> um, we're doing it. <laughs> we're hitting the big time. <laughs> we're. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so Victory Kennett's going to reopen in the fall. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure when it's going to open, but um, I would assume that it's probably going to open. And the signs say fall. Fall 2022. Signs say Another I'm ready. I mean, that's um, I mean, that's big news. I mean, having that Kennett Square. I didn't know if they were going to keep it or they just going to take a wash on it and say. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool tap room. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's been a staple for Victory for a while. So I think that. Damn, yeah. I'm sorry, but man, we've got another fuck Mary kill. These are just getting better oh, every no. time. I feel like we're our classy, trashy drinker just got thrown away because these are great. <laughs> our, our chat's trying to get Richie to walk off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, this is. I think this put throws a little bit more of a curveball into it. I feel like, I feel like this is going to be. Uh, this one's, this one's going to be good. All right. Fuck Mary Kill Part Two. Cheers. <laughs> All right, we got sours, gosas, and wit beers. Fuck Mary Kill. We keep saying things that are the same category. We got lagers and pilsners, and we got sours. And I know beers. that's yeah, but there's a little Close bit of third, difference. The sour goes on what? And uh, wit, wit beer. We'll kill wit. It hurts my stomach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll fuck goes and marry sour. Wow. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right. The boy loves a sour monkey. I don't know what to tell he you. He does love a sour monkey. Married to the brand. Here at Victory. <laughs> <laughs> they love a sour monkey. In fact, they'll marry it. Um you drink enough of them, you will. So I would go um kill sours. Um strictly because smoothie sours are in there and whatever I can do to get rid of those trash beers. Uh <laughs> I will. <laughs> um it's part of his platform for his presidency next year. Yeah. Um, I will, um, I think I'll, I'll, I'll fuck Gosa's and I'll marry whip beers. I think whip beers are go along the lines like that Pilsner. It's like, you know what you're going to get They're They're steady. Um, you know, what you're coming home to at night. Gozes, I feel like as the only married person here. I chose what I wanted to marry, what I like the most. And you guys are all saying that you want to marry the things that's steady and it just like doesn't give you any crap. <laughs> here well, we, well, here we are. You read the room. <laughs> um, oh man, um, yeah. Daniel, Tom, we finally hit best friend territory. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you on that. Okay. Uh, Sours, just gonna kill those right off. Gozes, that dirty salty girl. <laughs> that's a. Uh, that's that's a fun that's a fun night and when you're single, but that whip beer, always reliable, always refreshing. Doesn't hurt my stomach, Richie. I'm gonna marry that girl. 
you know, the ghosts could come at you a little too sour. They yeah, come, see, come to you a little yeah. too salty. You never know. You don't take ghosts at home to mama, all right? You just got to get the right salad. You don't know yeah, what you're going to get with a ghost. <laughs> like salty, like Christina Aguilera salty. Yeah. You just look salty. You look salty. <laughs> Greg? Yeah, I'm also going to marry the wit. Uh, she's she's a she's a buttoned up, she's a lovely woman. <laughs> um, she's a saint. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm taking that that salty babe around back behind Walmart for just one night, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kill the sour. I don't need a I don't need I don't need sass. Behind Walmart. <laughs> oh, it goes in. <laughs> salty Walmart. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Final thoughts on the. Uh, Dry hopped American summer. I loved it. Um, I'm a huge fan of the oakiness that comes from Hooter Lagers. So this um, combined with, you said you had a, like a slightly maltier grain bill for this than the, like your traditional pilsners that you do? Yeah, so all of these have the same grain bill, but it is uh, has slightly more body than normal. More pilsner. body, yeah. yeah definitely. definitely has more body to yeah. it. Um, I like this. This kind of um, is a great, like, I would say summer into fall kind of uh, lager for me uh, or Pilsner. But I, I feel like it does have that voter kind of taste to it. I love that. So the oakiness from, and you said that came from the HBC? Yeah, HBC, like it almost has like this like like wood age character to it. Yeah, it definitely does. Which I don't understand. I've never had another hop that has that. But Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked it. It, it kind of reminded me almost like a session IPA, like a session pale ale. So these are dry hot, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean it's like it's like sessionable. Yeah. Like it, it has that, uh, it has like a little bit of fuller body than you would expect on a pills. Um, it has the the hop characteristics in there. It's just like a like you said, like I said, it's a remind, reminds me a lot like a sessionable palette. For sure. I mean, I, and and I, technically, these are Keller pills, not Pilsners, but nobody knows what that is. So unfiltered <laughs> Pilsner. Unfiltered, yeah. <laughs> All right, Greg. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Uh, I'm not a big Pilsner fan. Uh, I am. Uh, I like hazy juice bumps, but since this is and, really since solid. I went behind the Walmart and killed Pilsner on our first yeah. <laughs> uh, No, it, it, it's really. I, I I can't speak much on beer, um, but I like it a lot. And you did a good job. Thank you. And also, before we move on, I have to send out I guess a call of arms to all the listeners. I need to make a Japanese Pilsner. But I cannot find Japanese hops anywhere. I have a cool concept for you know the name and everything, um, but I cannot find anybody that can supply me the Japanese hops. So if there's anybody out there, and there's anybody, any hop dealers out there, yes, yeah, listen, listen. Do it. I've reached out to like 20 different companies and nobody can help me out. Mike from Rootdown seems to have like a huge hop like connect, so maybe maybe reach out to him. Yeah. All right. So what are we uh we what are we getting into next here? Ooh, next we got Darkest Days. We do have a final round of Fuck Mary Kill that is very uh victory centric. So after we pour these, we're gonna get into a very a very victory fuck Mary Kill. Are you gonna make me kill a victory beer? Oh man. <laughs> Maybe well, you, can sl- you can slap it around a Not bit. only are we gonna make you kill one, we're gonna make you fuck one and marry one. So get ready. You're going to treat that beer like a bag of Franzia. Yeah. If you haven't already, we're going to make you fuck a victory beer. <laughs> I think we need one more cup here. We're just going to drink straight from the crowler. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do this. Uh, the the Richie's most hated segment that we've ever done on the podcast with his most favorite beer. So, <laughs> uh, great so, juxtaposition. So this is the... Uh, 
This is the newest addition to the uh, Victory Beers here in Philly? So, uh, no, this came on a week and a half ago. A week and a half ago. Uh, so this is a Schwarz beer, 6% Schwarz beer. Uh, we logged it for three months. Um, and then, so this has the HBC 472 hops in there. So I said I use it on all, all my dark beers. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I'll just read the taste notes. The darkest days come before the happiest hours. Not all summer beers look the same. This midnight black lager, cold condition for three months, might just be the most refreshing beer you've had all summer. Notes of espresso, oak, and cream. Speaking of the darkest days, I haven't been able to see anything for the last, like, 40 minutes. I don't know why you still have those on. I'm pretty sure Andy Man's staring at me right now, but I'm not sure if that's him. It is him. Okay. All right. I can't tell. I'm sorry. Boys, watch it. Cheers. I am a huge fan of the Schwarz beer. Yeah, I feel like this is really... Um, to really speak in the uh, the podcast language, yeah, this is a podcast favorite style. We're, yeah, we're a, we're a multicast. Yeah, um, we're a, we're a heavily multicast. This is multi, but it's drinkable. Like it's a queen lager. Yeah, you could tell that ninety days in the tank has definitely made it a, like crisp back end on it, but still has those nice like roasted uh, kind of notes with it's, the uh, malt. It doesn't, sure, I, it I, doesn't have that like malt flavor that sits on your palate. Like I feel like sometimes it, it like sits on the back of my tongue. Uh, this kind of just all flows together. Yeah, it's mostly just Pilsner base malt, and then I use some Carafa 3 and some Deep Bitter Black malt. So the Carafa oh, okay. 3 adds that espresso flavor, and then the Deep Bitter Black just adds this, like, roasty character without any, like, at, like acrid, bitter, like, roasty character. Yeah, the like the bitter kind of alkali that you get from, like, a roasted malt. For sure. Kind of and it, it's still super light. It's very crushable. I like it also. So, like, when I'm walking around the tasting room, I like to see if people are drinking my beers. And because this is in the Willie Decker, the tall glass, it's a lager. Yeah. And it's dark. Like, I can point out across the tap room, like, who's drinking it. I was going to say, you've been you've been posting this heavily on the Instagram. Too. I mean, it looks that's why, I mean, it just looks great. <laughs> so, that's why I thought it was so – I'm like, man, this is – it's been out for a week and a half, but I feel like I see it every time I no, go No, it's like Instagram. every other day. It's also what I'm drinking, like, after work, so. Okay, yeah, I'm following you and the, <laughs> and yes. the, and the Victory Instagram. So, I'm yeah. getting, like – Double teamed by yeah. the, behind a Walmart. Then, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so, um, I think like I, I feel like we've talked about it before in the podcast, but I feel like this is a kind of beer that we we need to like educate our audience or or novice beer drinkers on because I feel like a lot of people will look at this and be like, mm, no, too, it's too, too heavy, too heavy. It's going to be a nice winter beer, but this is it drinks like a lager. You know, it it's smooth. It's light, it's crisp. It just has a big flavor profile that doesn't drink heavy. Like I felt like I felt like the dry hop pills had a fuller body than this, you know? Definitely. This is yeah. lower body, it's like much crisper. So uh, what is the ABV on this? Six. All right, so this is a breakfast beer. This yes, is, yes, <laughs> yes. This is a nice breakfast beer. So we had uh, I don't know if we talked about it. we had foreigner here on Sunday. And they were drinking the shit out of this. They kept calling it Schwarzbier. Schwarzbier. <laughs> right, so well, we were getting corrected by uh, Levante because we kept saying Schwarzbier. And like, Schwarzbier. Jim was like, excuse me, it's, it's Schwarzbier. I'm sure that's how you actually pronounce it. But Every time we said it, we're like, yeah, this is, this is a really good Schwarzbier. He'd be like, Schwarzbier. He kept saying like under his breath. He'd be like, we'd say Schwarzbier. He's like, Schwarzbier. Yeah, I have the dumb American accent. I just pronounce everything wrong. Yeah, it is a Schwarzbier. Yeah. 
We actually had a pretty uh, pretty good question come through before we get to the final round of FMK. <laughs> uh, question for the brewer here. How do you balance audience taste versus your own interest? Does it ever get brutal brewing for people without you without your trained taste? Um, I, I think I'm a man of the people. I like to. I, I like, like beer. I feel like you do have a kind of a very eclectic um, approach to like the styles that you brew here. Like you do some hazy IPAs. You also do some lagers, and you kind of run the full gamut of styles, which I think it's, it's pretty much exclusively sours, lagers, and IPAs. Um, that's kind of what our audience is drinking here. Yeah. Um, but that's the type of beer I like, so that's what I'm making. No, yeah, exactly. I feel like you're brewing, you're brewing styles and you're putting styles out here in Philly that I feel like are going to attract somebody here because you're just so eclectic with all. For sure. And I've never been really a big fan of like these like brewer favorite beers, like uh, what is it, like a barley wine or like these like yeah. very strong <laughs> IPAs that are just super bitter. I was like never the, a fan like, of them. Like the triple, uh, no, I was going to say the strong <laughs> IPAs, like the triple IPA. <laughs> yeah, the triple IPA. I almost, I almost don't consider them like a brewer's favorite beer because like when we talk to brewers about what beer they're drinking it's always like they're like oh you know i like a coors when i don't, you know, I, don't I, mean, I got high I, life in the fridge i don't yeah. mean brewers like people that come up some people like come up to me and like they're trying to like show me how much they like beer and like so i don't understand how people like barley lines to be honest it's tough it's an acquired taste <laughs> it's a tough sure. it's a tough uh it's yeah. a tough beer it's like me. syrup or something <laughs> i i like maybe like an eight ounce glass or something like really small but like I don't see how people are taking like a whole like 22 ounce like bomber of barley wine into the face. That is that is yeah, like you said, syrupy. It's very like viscous. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I, I like low ABV beers, so I feel like the the beer that I like is also the beer that you know the people at our tavern like. But you are kind of like what you mentioned with this beer. You're kind of while you're brewing, you know, you brew in a fish tank, so you you kind of peek out and see what people are drinking. For sure, and I'm talking to the bartenders and the servers every day, so, you know, like, I'm drinking these beers and tasting these beers, but I'm also drinking and tasting with them, so, like, I might be drinking this beer and, like, saying, like, I might need, like, five IBUs lower, I might need, like, the body's too high, but most people that are drinking beer, they just drinking, like, I like this, I don't like this. Yeah. So, that's what I like to hear. I mean, that's my target audience, so, like, I could make this beer that's like the perfect beer, perfectly balanced. All these brewers come in, they like it. But at the end of the day, like, do customers like it? So, so, but you are also, you're, the tap lines come right out of the bright tank for you. Yeah. So you get to see, like, if something kicks really quick. You for know, sure. And when, we, we have those numbers to see how, like, barrels per week and everything. Yeah. So we know, like, you know, what's selling and what's not selling. So you got, you have kind of like an in depth, uh, overview of like what is selling, what what beers you're brewing that are moving. And, yeah, and also I think a lot of that is the branding, like the naming and the tasting notes. Like if I go in there and like go deep into like some hardcore brewing stuff, people just read it and just gloss right over. Like I don't care about this. Just tell me what it tastes like. Those untapped cicerones don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just want the marshmallow. Man. All their oh yeah, all of their badges tell you tell them that they know you more than you do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then should we get into our last uh, our final FMK? Yes. Yeah, I feel like we have to go to the final round here. <laughs> so we got a very victory centric fuck Mary kill right now. Let's go. So guys, I final round. Fuck Mary Kill. Golden Monkey, Dirt Wolf, and Hop Devil. <laughs> There's no way I can answer this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Fuck Mary Kill. Golden Monkey. 
Dirt Wolf, he's Pop Devil. He's Richie's moving to Utah and marrying all three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a passenger, so I'm not going to kill anything. FLDS but over here. I'll, I'll marry Golden Monkey and fuck Dirt Wolf. Okay. All right. So, and you're going to kill. Read between the lines. And folks. you're killing Hop Devil. <laughs> I'm not killing anybody. <laughs> all right. He's, um, he's taking Hop Devil to the farm up north. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hop Devil ran away. <laughs> Um, so I would say um, I would marry Dirt Wolf. I would uh, kill Hop Devil, and goddamn Golden Monkey would be just a wild fuck. Just oh man, you don't just, you don't marry that crazy fuck, but you and you you remember. That's, that's one of those eyes rolling in the back of your head kind of thing, like doll's eyes. <laughs> Very <laughs> queenie. <laughs> I like doll's eyes all gray and lifeless like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tom, again again, round two, best friends. You look um, you look like a like a you look like the end of a match of a mid mid uh mid nineties Undertaker. Just just a solid like like a vinegar strokes from the movie <laughs> The Ring. <laughs> um uh, dude, best friends again. Uh Dirt Wolf. I uh, mar- married that bitch in a second. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta wifey that thing up. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dirtwolf basically killed Hop Devil for me, so Hop Devil went in the grave. Um, and goddamn, if Golden Monkey isn't just the greatest one night stand you've ever had. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and marry Golden Monkey. I want to keep that crazy trade rolling. <laughs> <laughs> He wants to, he wants to get in public fights with his golden monkey. He wants to go out to dinner with golden monkey and get in a fight. Be dra- dragging golden, golden monkey on He wants his golden monkey to flirt with the bartender while he's out. <laughs> uh, he wants yeah. his golden monkey to screw the waiter while he's waiting for the check. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck dirt wolf. And I agree. I think Dirt Wolf replaced Hop Devil for me, so we can we can lay it lay it down. What was the first week when you guys first started drinking? Did you guys have Hop Devil or Dirt Wolf first? Hop Devil. Hop Devil, yeah. Yeah, I think Hop Devil was the one like when we first started drinking. Yeah. I mean we got a few years on here, Richie, but <laughs> uh that was like yeah, I think we went over the last time when we were here with Bill. Um Victory was like that was like one of the OGs of like craft beer oh this you know you got craft beer you know we're not drinking pbr like you plebeians <laughs> meanwhile greg's golden monkey is fucking her pilates t-shirt <laughs> hey it is what it is <laughs> yeah she, she needs her own ring. put a ring on her but she's she's her own person she comes home every night <laughs> there's no tame in that stallion uh-huh. um final thoughts on the schwarz beer schwarz uh, yeah, like I said, I think this is a, for me. It's a breakfast beer. It's so good you, that like espresso and cream kind of uh, taste to it. I'm I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I thought I thought the uh, the good limes was uh, that was my favorite beer. I, this is one that I think I could drink. I don't know if I could drink it on the beach, but uh, this is one that I could drink all year long. This is. I, it could yeah. be a, it could be a lawnmower beer. It could be a post my lawn. Yeah. Once we wrap this bad boy up, I'm having a full pour of this. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is fantastic. I was kind of nervous to put out like a black beer in the middle of summer, but I think because we don't have any other black beers out right now besides Donnybrook, I think it gets different. People are getting it. 
Oh, definitely. Um, all right. So we're going to move on to another beer because oh, we, shit, have a- we have so many beers. God damn it. We have another one. <laughs> we have so many more beers. Hold on. I'm going to call an Airbnb quick. This was like Wait, our. You this can't was call like- them. I have to download the app. Hold on. This, this is, like this is our, what I do when everyone come when anyone comes to visit. Me. All the leadership, all the salespeople, I just overload them with all these beers. This is like our first podcast them. with uh, with Richie when he sent yeah. us like let eight me, crawlers. Let me tell you about that first <laughs> podcast and how I couldn't find an Uber for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm in an Uber home. It'll be all right. You know how many Ubers go out to suburban Pennsylvania at eleven o'clock on a Tuesday night? It, it, it was, and then it's, uh, and then it's Dan and I sitting out on my front porch like. He's waiting for his uh, his divorced dad to take him fishing. <laughs> He's showing up. Don't worry. He said he was going to make it. <laughs> All right. So what are we drinking here? So this is a uh, South Street Pale Ale. So it's a single hop citra pale ale. Delicious. Drink it as we speak. Oh, the servers like, like it a lot. <laughs> and bartenders. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right. So nice, basic tasting notes here. A single hop citra pale ale with bright and refreshing flavors of honeysuckle, sweet fruit, and melon. So these single hop beers, I'm, I'm put out a single hop mosaic before um, with the same base recipe. I use a lot of honey malt in it, so the honey comes across a lot. So this one mixed with the honey malt and the citra comes across as like very honey, sweet, and then citrusy. Yeah, this is um. I love citra. When you yeah, when you said single hop citra on the nose, this is like super melon. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it is. It is what I picture citra every time i have it i can smell citra every time it's in a ipa like it always has smelling this good god yeah the aromatics on this beer are fantastic yeah Yeah, so you're gonna have uh some ipas after this this is a pale ale so like a little bit less bitter um and it just kind of like it's so sweet and like drinkable it's like this is something it smells like something my wife sprays herself with from uh (laughs) bath and body works (laughs) this is why i spray in the bathroom after (laughs) all right boys slancha I screwed it up. There we go. Oh, we're back. We're back. I'm a huge fan of single hop pale ales and yeah, single hop citrus, but we have a ton of questions that uh, have been coming through. Citra, the king of all hops. Yeah. It really has become that. I mean, at it this is. Point, it's like most I feel like Ryan from Warwick Farm hasn't chimed in yet. Like, I feel like he would have smelled us drinking this. Like he's at home right now with his kid. I was gonna say, he's and we're drinking a- it. He's like, Does someone else smell Citra? Yeah, he's having a hard time typing with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough night. He's got the door locked in his office. I'm busy. <laughs> Tell me how it tastes, Tom. <laughs> um, I love. I mean, I love. Like Dan was mentioning, it, we fell in love with single hop. IPAs. Uh, it's it's just such a. It, it, I, it, there's something about single hop that's just really. It's, just, cool. it's like the, the same way that the Pilsner was, where it's just like a clean base, and then you kind of like explore like with the hop combinations, right? But this is like that for an IPA, which like truly, you know, epitomizes like the fruity hops. Um, so you kind of get to see what it is, just right and, in your face. And it's a, it's a great thing to have for um, people who are a little not as educated about hops that you get to experience the whole hop flavor with it. And it's you know? cool. You get to see the single hop is much different than the hop combinations. So, like, it might taste... I'm a Simcoe ho. Someone just said in the chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's old school. Simcoe might be the next single hop. 
No, you're speaking my language. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're pandering to us right now. I, that was like the first the first IPA, and it's well documented on the uh, on the podcast. One of the first IPAs I really liked was uh, um, Double Simcoe. Yeah, Weyerbacher. Yeah, Weyerbacher Double Simcoe. It, it just great bitter. Um, it, it's just Simcoe is like. I feel like epitomizes like West Coast IPAs. Yeah, I feel like it, and it's also a hop that like when used, like you know, you can use it in the boil, get like a nice like hoppy bitterness, like that classic American IPA. You could do the dry hop too, and like get that, you know, get some of the tropical notes out of it as well. Like it's a hop that's very, um, you can utilize it in different ways. Yeah, I like Simcoe same way with Chinook, but I like to pair it with different things. Yeah, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how it is like a single hop. Definitely. Uh, so we got a couple of things coming in here. Uh, Dylan wants you to bring back uh, with juice boost. Juice boost. I, don't I know love juice boost. I didn't. I don't. Th- I, I, I don't I think I've like, ever had it. I feel like I had it and I didn't really care for it. It was so the first time they brewed juice boost. Uh, it was our R and D brewer at the time, Brad. I'm not sure where he's at now. Um, he's bounced around a couple places, but he brewed it and he brought it into the cellar office for me to try. And I looked at him and was like, this is the best beer I've ever had. It was like an I fruity IPA kind of like this only higher ABV. And then they mixed it with, I think like pineapple juice or something. And it was like, so it was like almost like a rattler, but it was delicious. And it was I, I, like, I can, can, I can picture like the artwork on it. It was one of the ones that went into distribution. And we, we definitely packaged it. I'm not sure. I never had, how, uh, I never had juice boost. I think, I think when like the juice craze kind of started occurring, I think I kind of held like I went hyper local with it. <laughs> but um, I think Cloudwalker was the first where I was like, you got, I was like, Victory got the juice. They got the juice good now. Yeah. That was like, that was, uh, yeah. Cloudwalker was one I remember. I was going to, I was going to Longwood Gardens and we went to the Kenneth Square, bringing it back full circle to Kenneth Square. Uh, and it was one of those like, uh, it was like one of the scratch series originally like it was a yeah. chalkboard series yeah and i was like all right victory is doing a new england style all right let's give it a try yeah I, and that I, was uh, that was the first like true new england style you know hazy ipa yeah. that they tried to do before that it was mighty things but mighty things like really didn't have any haze to it and that's the first hazy ipa that they really jumped into and, you know and still it's like our top seller here every week can we talk about how how great it is out here yeah, it's like the weather is perfect right now. We just got with that breeze, and I was like, yeah, after a week of, like, dangerous heat. Yeah. <laughs> I just had that breeze come up under, like, the, the under boobs. What the heck? Under this, and it was just like. <laughs> it's been a week of, like, days where we have, uh, we have chickens at our house, and we went outside the one day, and they were all just, like, laying down. <laughs> and my wife was like, they're dead. They they yeah, died in the heat, before. and they, she walked out, and they just like all like looked up, and they're all they all have their mouth. It's just I was like, yeah, no, I feel you guys. You're, you're, <laughs> it's it's hot as shit out here. We shouldn't be doing this to you, but you're not probably coming smelled, in the house. Probably smelled so bad. Oh. Hot chicken shit. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, we definitely had some other uh, classy or trashy. I mean, yeah. Do you want to go back to classy or trashy? I think we should we got, go back. We to got class. a lot of questions here, but we can we can definitely go back to classy or trashy. We had some really good ones. Um. So yeah, we I feel like we had a good a good roll of uh, classy or trashy uh, drinking when we were eating before this. Oh yeah, we totally did. And now I can remember none of them. Zero. This is why I said we have to table it. Like we start talking about it before the 
podcast. You had the beer bong. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. So yeah, beer bong. So he said. I mean, that's the classic like trashy like baseline. Have you ever like, done the uh, the octobong? Octobong. Yeah, from Spencer's. The octobong. No, <laughs> but I mean, raise that was a, gla- a frat formal staple right there. I'd say right now, like raise a glass <laughs> if you've ever drank out of a beer bong. I mean, has everybody done it? Yeah. I mean, all right. If you so. I, I was going to say, I think the beer bong is classy. The octobong is trash. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point, really. <laughs> Have you ever, I'll take it a step further. Have you ever made your own beer bong? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just go to Lowe's, get a funnel, and, and some. I feel like PVC that's more of a pinnacle of trash versus like going to like that Wildwood Beach store. Or like going to like Spencer's and buying it. Like if you actually fashioned your own, and I actually had a, um, I had a, a plumbing, valve. a plumbing yeah. fitting on the end, I like a say, valve. I would say that <laughs> I had a, I had a valve to turn on to hit your beer bottle. I would say that's <laughs> tenfold classier I would than say, going to Spencer's. Yep. Where you would get, you would buy a beer bong and a uh, glow-in-the-dark velvet poster. Yeah. Why? Because you do arts and crafts before you get wasted. Oh, oh, you mean the, uh, you mean the blue uh, light like yeah. mushroom posters that you would get all the time. No, I feel like making your own is like pinnacle of trash. You're like, ah, I can do that better. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, you got the the whole D like DIY culture nowadays, and and you're you're putting up like farm doors in your house. Yeah, my and, Pinterest and is actually just filled with beer bongs. <laughs> yeah, we were. That's classy. We I, were I have the most steampunk beer bong ever. Dan and I were Chip and Joanna before they even existed. Yeah, <laughs> we were the Chip and Joanna of beer bongs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we made a. Remember, we did the washers and. I mean, we we were we were crafty, uh, crafty drink. We found oh, out yeah. crafty ways to drink. Yeah, I would say I would say basically that that is a that is a trashy that you grow away from. But I believe that is I would put any type of beer bottle in trashy. I would say that is the that is trashy drinker. That is a hash mark on that. Which class here, shotgun or a beer bong? Ooh, uh, shotgun. I would say beer bong. Is classier? I think so. I think a shotgun is. I would say I a shotgun is classier. Now I, it has me thinking. Is zero accessories are needed for a shotgun? You just do it. But I, th- I feel like there's it's there's something classy about like taking out like the beer bottle. You're taking it out of the closet, and you know you're you're doing it in a. a, 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 a How well did you wash way. your homemade beer bottle? Not you well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Not as well Probably as the gross. tap lines here at Victory Tap House in Philadelphia. There is yeah. pristine, so clean. <laughs> You want to jump on here? What? <laughs> I don't know. Do What's you happening know? right now? <laughs> I know. I feel like we're filled up. <laughs> yeah, we got four mics. We're good. Thank you. Thank you. Man, <laughs> you got a, You got something you want to say? <laughs> all right, wait, wait, we'll you, get back to you. Yeah, Classy, wait, yeah, actually, we'll no, wait. While he's here, all right, all right. Classy or trashy drinker? Have you ever did a body shot off of somebody? Was it a male or female? female? <laughs> it doesn't matter about that. If have you ever had a body shot taken off you? No, my belly button smells weird. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I said this earlier too. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat, but I feel like if you've done a body shot off of somebody, that's that's trashy. It's drink, trashy. Right? Trashy. It's- yeah, it's definitely trashy to do a body shot. Yeah, it's disgusting. I've never, done, I've never done it, but I've seen people do it. Have you ever done it? Rick? 
may have done it. Definitely not proud of it. Okay, so you've done it. Tom, have yeah, you done a shot of somebody? I have not. I have not. All right. Greg, have you done a body shot of somebody? I have not, no. All right, Richie, you have more hash marks than all of us right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Richie. I'm winning. Um, I'm not right. proud that I haven't, though. Give, give, him, the, give him the option. <laughs> Boys, after, after the podcast there. is done. Just, just give it a couple of minutes. You're out there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'll, get, some time. I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. I got years ahead of me, hopefully, maybe. Me too. Your hair says otherwise. Well, yeah. Yeah. My hair, my back, my heart. He's got a few years before not your belly button. my liver. Belly button, not stinky. I'm fine. That's, that's personal. Hey, hey, we're, we're all sharing here. I love the Viper Pits. Thanks, man. The Viper Pits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got it, man. All right. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bud. <laughs> thanks, dude. Have a good night. <laughs> Love man. you too, man. Give me a call in. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So I love the crowd participation. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll bring I'll bring one up here uh, that we talked about. Jungle juice. Oh yeah, jungle juice. That was it. Jungle what? juice is like I would say that's the Mount Everest of trashy drinkers, right there. Um. So what would you, if you're if you're making jungle first of all, if you're making jungle juice, kind of trashy. But if you're making jungle juice, what's your preferred vessel for mixing the jungle juice? Stinky belly button. <laughs> Specifically, that guy. <laughs> I have a stinky belly button. Holy shit! <laughs> and there's got to be the uh, the orange igloo container from Lowe's, right? I was trying to get a look at the pin. It looked like he was in a, like a Secret Service for a second. I was like, "Who's senators alone by now? There's more guys drinking here. There's a state senator without his detail right now." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like the the old standby is like the igloo cooler. Um, I know we we've used like the uh, like the sideline Gatorade cooler before, but people use like pools. Uh, like blow up inflatable pools. I've seen like trash cans. Yeah. Obviously, like brand new. You, you know, you bought it straight from. Who's drinking fifty five gallons of jungle juice? Yeah, you know, that, that's a, a good, good party. That's, <laughs> that's a, a good solid, question. That's a solid party. So that's feel, called a riot. I feel like at our <laughs> at our young impressionable ages, we all kind of dipped into jungle juice one time or the other. I think the real trashy question is. Um, at what age, how late did you go with Jungle Juice before you stopped? Really classifies how trashy you really are. Like 19. Yeah, that was like... Yeah, um, I, I don't think I ever had Jungle Juice like bef- like past 21. Like, soon, I passed 20 at that. Yeah. As soon as I moved off campus. Like yeah, was, I mean... It was, <laughs> jungle Juice is the potluck of communal boozing. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect analogy that Dan, sounds kind of classy and from the chat has been on fire <laughs> now it sounds kind of classy <laughs> like, like, dan from stabby stabby podcast is killing it in our chat right now. yeah he's the funny one on the show <laughs> maybe we should make a jungle juice of uh beer i love that that's called a, that's a called a cement mixer <laughs> I feel like that is a. Uh, it's like, the, yeah, I thought that was like a Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, so it curdles in your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, that's more, more, more. I, I would say closely resembles a Jersey Turnpike. Then yeah. just mixing all the beers together. I would say how late you went with, you know, Jungle Juice. Are you guys ready for another beer? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. I. Uh, I think I stopped drinking Jungle Juice when I just graduated from college. I was just done. I don't think I've even had like Everclear since then. Do you want to do final thoughts on that beer? I think we all unanimously just love Citra. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really hard to go wrong with a Citra beer. Um, that I, I could live in that that the, the, the aroma on the nose. Yeah. It, it was yeah. That aromatics known, on the yeah. beer definitely add to it. It was spectacular. Is that that honey in it? Amazing. I feel like we're in so a there's not actually right honey. Oh so, yeah, anymore. but that that yeah, yeah. that yeah. With the amount of partial pours we're having, it's like a power hour right now. <laughs> oh man, I love power hours. That's, like, that's my favorite drink. <laughs> wait, wait, classy or trashy? Cla- classy or trashy? Classy as hell. Tom, I believe you are the peak trashy of the power hours. Tom, how many power hour CDs did you have? DVDs. Nope. How many, you had CDs and DVDs, right? No, Not just only DVDs. Just DVD. Okay, so you had DVDs of power hours that you made. How many? Four. Four power hour DVDs. So, so what did that involve? Did you like this? Was all right. So videos. This was uh, mid two thousands. So this was like. This was pre, like internet being a real big thing. Like, uh, like not, not an internet being a real big thing, but like I would rip stuff from YouTube, mm-hmm. and I had to like find a different program to rip videos from YouTube, put them all into like Final Cut. I had a countdown. <laughs> I had I had things to tell you to drink, and I burn it all onto a DVD. Like, and I had to buy an external DVD burner. <laughs> and we did that in college too. Uh, my favorite thing was I had a. You remember Winamp? I think everybody used Winamp oh, yeah. back then. I had a plug-in for Winamp, which would, it would switch the song every minute, so yeah. you didn't have to keep track of time. This just was, when yeah. the song changed your strength. This was this was all video. The first one was like a metal one that every like everyone at our like party house was, yeah, was which was Dan's, th- which was the house that Dan lived at. Yeah, it was a heavy metal house. It was yeah. a lot of heavy metal ones. But uh, let's we took, uh, let's cheer this beer. Yeah. We'll, uh, get into something. What so are we I'm drinking here, guys? Yeah, what so are we? this is uh, James Madison Petite IPA. So I've been making some IPAs, naming naming them after founding fathers. So James Madison, one of our best presidents, was uh, vertically challenged. Um, <laughs> what do you? Uh, that's the only say, thing that makes him the best. Rich, Richie, Richie, I feel you, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, you yes. and me, <laughs> you and me both. So uh, this is a five point nine percent IPA, hopped like an IPA. Um, so let me go through the tasting notes, and then I'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, so we, the people of the United States, in order to drink more delicious beer. Traveled to the victory Philadelphia Tavern. James Madison showed the world that lack of size does not constitute lack of character. <clears throat> a small-bodied IPA, aggressively dry-hopped with cashmere, citra, brew one, and galaxy. I feel like I should have taken off my hat during that proclamation. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be like... Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> we, used to, we used to have that sound drop when I was running for president. Yeah. Um, it was great. and um, So we had talked about this a little bit before um, we got on here. Um, I kind of see... IPAs moving in a direction where we're moving away from these like super full bodied, super sweet IPAs. Um, so this is kind of a push in that direction. And the next beer we're going to have is like really a push in that direction where it's more thinner bodied, crisper, drier, hot, more hot forward. So it still has that fruity character. We're not going back to the old days where it's just like how bitter can we make this beer? It's a more balanced beer. So there is a certain bitterness. So the last beer we had, the South Street Pale Ale, no bitterness at all. This beer, there's definitely bitterness to it. 
but I think that this is what people are looking for. And a, and a James Madison beer. We're at seventeen seventy six Benjamin Franklin Parkway. So very patriotic. Awesome. It, it all just goes. Goddamn, brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> just, just America. There's bald eagles flying over us right now. <laughs> all right, let's get into this thing. Again, I've already the, got into the it. The aromatics are fantastic. Yeah, again, just so it tastes. It doesn't taste like you know grapefruity like a West Coast IPA. It still has that you know New England like fruity juicy character. But then there is that that hot bitterness to it. Yeah, that's a bitter bitter backbone, as we like to talk. But about. I wouldn't classify it as bitter. It's like balance. Like this is an balance. IPA. It should it have balance. it yeah. should have that bitterness to balance out that sweetness. Yeah, oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. That is one of my favorite factors. If I get a hazy and they balance the bitter and the juice together, uh, that's like a they hit the mark right there for me. As an old school IPA trainer. So I, I'd like to know what, uh, Greg, you're a, you're a, a, you know, you're like a sweet, juicy boy. You're a sweet, juicy, hazy boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on this guy? Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, it's it's not like, there, there's the, the sweetness isn't there that I love, but this is what an IPA should taste like. Um, it, it's really solid. It's, uh, and, and I do, I like that it's 5.9%. Like IPAs don't need to be these like eight percenters that you can only have like two or or you should only have like two or three of. Don't worry, the next one's seven point eight. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, <laughs> uh, no, this is it's it's really good. I like it. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's um, I love the the melon characteristic in it. Um, the like we mentioned the the hot backbone that that like bitter little bit of bitter on the back. Um, like you said, I, I mean, I love a low ABV. I like, oh, yeah, this tastes good. I want to drink more of this. But I hated those, you know, eight, nine. How high can we get the ABV on this IPA? That sucked because it's like you find one that you really like and you want to drink another one, but you don't want to feel like shit no more. For sure. I, so I, I appreciate the low ABV. Yep. Hold on. Let me uh, pull my James Madison microphone closer to me. That's aiming <laughs> down. Um yeah, I, I love the balance of the bitter and the fruit in this. Like, there's a nice citrus, like a little bit of citrus, but I almost feel like the bitterness kind of goes with the citrus a little bit in this. So uh, it's not quite grapefruit. I would call it almost like a tangerine kind of uh, like aspect to the citrus and the bitterness. For sure. And I think that uh, putting that cashmere in there, cashmere is definitely not grapefruity. I think that kind of breaks through that a little bit. Yeah, a little sweeter. Yep. I really like it. Uh, I love it. And we yeah. have one more. We have two more. Oh, damn. <laughs> How much more time do we have? Left? All right. So we, we, got 15, speed we got like 15 minutes left. All right. <laughs> speed round. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go speed round. Um, so, yeah, I really like this. Man, I, I just can't get over it. Like, the one day that it the, like the weather breaks, the heat breaks, it's like so nice out here. It's so Literally, nice. I thought we'd be out here sweating on each other. Uh-huh. I know. I was sweating a little bit in the beginning, but like. It's so nice now. I'm like more so sweating because my uh, computer always defaults to being muted because of our <laughs> podcast. I was like, why can't we hear ourselves? Oh, yeah, because I'm always muted. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm defaulted to being muted all the time. <laughs> it's how we better the podcast. Yep. <laughs> Slightly lower volume, Dan. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Do we have any? Did we have any more? Do we have a, another classier trashy? I feel like we hit all of the classier trashy that we talked about. 
for this. Um, let's see. I feel like if we're gonna hit our second to last beer here. Second to last beer. Second yeah. to last. Hmm. Actually, you know what? We should talk about our guest here. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. So uh, not Richie. We've we've talked enough about Richie. Let's not inflate his ego anymore. Let's uh let's talk about this guy. We've had what four episodes of inflating Richie's ego? I know. Right? <laughs> Five. In, I don't inflating know. Richie's ego, inflating my liver at the same time. <laughs> um, so Greg is uh, we've talked about him for a couple of weeks. Greg is a yeah, I a mean, supporter if, of the podcast. Yeah, if you've listened to the podcast, we always hint that. We have one donor who constantly <laughs> contributes to the podcast. And you know what? We thought, hey, we're going to bring him on here to drink beer with us. We're going to bring him on the journey. And, and give him uh, the, the VIP treatment. VIP treatment. And, I mean, if you donate to the podcast, you too could potentially be on a live episode. Come drink with us. Hang out. Tour a brewery. You know, that's what we're looking to do with this uh, podcast. And it just so happens that our guest actually his own podcast so you have the stabby stabby podcast correct yeah i'm one of the hosts of stabby stabby we uh talk about horror uh exploitation thriller just weird obscure movies through all of time and your co-host uh, has been the star of our group chat here <laughs> yeah dan dan's been they've been rocking that chat with the questions uh, yeah we put out new episodes on mondays and uh we announce on instagram uh at stabby pod uh, what movie we're going to be watching next so you can find it and watch it beforehand. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you want to, if you like bad movies that are great, uh, go ahead and pod, give us a listen on Stabby Stabby. I'll be coming back next month to make some more dick and fart jokes. Yeah, so. Dan's going to come back. But, uh, we're doing uh, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're announcing it tomorrow, but we're August is going to be aquatic August or what are we calling it? August underwater, I think. Yeah. What do we call it? Like we call it like nautical horror. Yeah, <laughs> so it's uh, it's called we talked be... about it at the bar. We're like, yeah, remember all those awesome movies that came out in the 80s, like The Abyss, yeah. Leviathan, Deep Star Six, yeah, all those great movies. The, the first movie where, again, we're, we're going to announce it tomorrow, so if you're listening, you find out now, but um, we're going to be covering a Jaws porno parody uh, next week. So. <laughs> all right, are we ready for the next movie? <laughs> what, what's the Jaws parody called? Uh, it's called Gums. <laughs> all right. It's very good. Well... All right, so, next, beer. next beer. Now we're into the next beer. All right, speaking of fish, we got Fishtown Double IPA. <laughs> what Perfect. a segue. Perfect segue, Richie. You are made for this show. So we'll go through the tasting notes. Uh, so I brought this beer across today. It's going to come out uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, or Thursday. Um, so flavor, pizzazz, and a whole lot of alcohol. It's why we all love Fishtown and why, why you really love Fishtown Double IPA. A hybrid between a West Coast IPA and a hazy tropical double IPA. This beer is hopped with citric, cashmere, and Vic Secret and Centennial. Notes of mango, coconut, sweet cream with a dry body and a notable notable bitterness. So this is the same thing that we talked about with the last beer. This is just more of that. Nice. Sasha. Boys. I was like, ah, Fishtown IPA. Nothing says Fishtown like getting off of Aramingo Avenue exit and seeing somebody passed out on that corner. <laughs> Standing up. Hey, that's my neighbor. <laughs> the old Aramingo Avenue special. Yeah, sometimes that's Richie. You never know. <laughs> um, yeah, this is... Um, I feel like this is a lot uh, more like bitter forward. Definitely. So I took both the double IPA ABV and hop-wise. So it's like way more bitter... 
way more alcohol. Um, What's the ABV on this? 7.8. Oh, okay. So you're just tickling double IPA territory. Just yeah. tickling. Just tickling. Yeah. Just, just the tip. But part of that is, you know, double IPA, like, you know, there's a gray line there. And, like, this has way more bitterness than people would expect for an IPA, especially now, like, this day and age. So, like, calling it a double IPA, like, I feel like I have to do that with the bitterness also. You know, not just the alcohol. Right. Just with, like, yeah, current trends with craft beer stuff. Like, that bitterness almost translates to people being like, ooh, is this a double or, like. Exactly. So, I, I have to kind of frame it, like, before they drink it. Like that boozy bite. Yeah, there's like a yeah, there's a booziness factor with it, like a little bit slightly. So some like of that higher. booziness, I think, is not so much booziness. Like sometimes when you have cashmere, it comes across kind of the same way Sabro hops do, where it has this like it sounds gross, but like a suntan lotion flavor. Ah, uh, yeah, like I was co- about to say when I, when I say <laughs> coconut, I mean suntan lotion. Just, yes. suntan lotion sounds disgusting. It's a thin it's a very, red line between yeah. like, are you gonna get coconut or are you gonna get like? And it sounds apricot. gross, but like when I when you smell it, you're like, oh. And you go back and I kind of want to smell that again. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, I, I mean, we're in Philly, but it's always sunny when they go down to Jersey Shore and they're drinking out of the uh, suntan lotion yeah, bottles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like in a good way. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm just like intrigued by it. It's like a scratch and sniff sticker. Like I, I need to like keep going back and smelling it. Yeah. It definitely has that coconut, like tropical, almost like a, reminds me of the, uh, the painkiller drink. You ever have a painkiller? No. So it's like a tropical drink. It's got a little pineapple, a little coconut in it. But it uh, definitely has like a bitterness from like the spiced rum that's in a painkiller. Gotcha, yeah. So you definitely get that from these hops. Like a cruise cruise beer. This is a cruise beer. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a bad decision on a on a carnival cruise beer. <laughs> Calling back to our last episode, cruises stink. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I mean. It, it, I definitely think it uh, it drinks lighter than a, a typical du- double IPA. Like the, uh, if I'm thinking of that, like I think of like a booze heavy. Uh, I'm thinking like an eight to nine percent beer. This is definitely lighter, um, lighter bodied. Um, the hops are definitely really shining through. Uh, it, it's super drinkable. I'm not a huge double IPA fan, um, but I, I I mean I, I would drink this. I think that this is kind of the way IPAs are going, where it's like maybe the masses aren't there yet, but I think that like the people that are very into craft beer are like moving away from these, you know, sweet, not bitter at all IPAs. Juice bombs. Yeah. 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 I, I, think, I love those juice bombs, though. They have a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I get, I get that. And it, it's something like Richie and I talked about before the podcast. Like, it's, it, it is kind of getting away from that. We're getting more into like a like beer flavored beer. You know, it's it's all getting back to less adjuncts, uh, more flavor from like the malt and the hops. Um, I think that uh, hopefully we're going. I, I feel like everybody likes a lower ABV. Yeah, I feel like that we talked about, I think last episode, we talked about the trends, like going to that low ABV. I feel like a lot of people are going like low ABV, but also like low calorie. Like you guys, we talked about the uh, the low cal IPA you guys have too. I feel like the trend is more approachable, more crushable, like IPA variations and stuff like that. And I think so. I know we talked about this last time. Like every beer I brew here is a different beer. So I brewed 30 beers this year and like, every single one has been a different recipe. So 
I, I call them like stepping stone beers because it's like each beer is like like a little bit different than the beer before this. So like the George Washington beer I put out, a lot of people liked it. And this was like a more dried out version of that and okay. a little bit more bitter version of that. Yeah. So, you know, maybe this is the wrong step. Maybe it is the right step. But, you know, like I keep changing slightly more things about each beer and, you know, see what works. So what do you what do you feel like you've been here just over a year? Uh, so we open October. Okay, so almost a year, just about a year. Yeah, but I didn't start brewing until January. Keep throwing wrenches in this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so what do you what do you feel like? What have you learned throughout this whole process? Um, as far as what? As far as what people are drinking or just everything? Like you're brewing. What you like? Because you're you're on your own. You're you're doing everything in the brew house. You know what do you? What have you? What are, What are your takeaways of this first almost a year? Um, I mean, it's definitely been exciting. It's kind of like feels like uh, I don't know. Like I'm like putting out beer like you know every week to the customers, and like I feel like I'm 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 in a point where like when I when I first started, I was trying to see what worked and like kind of how it's, how the system worked and then what people were liking. But I feel like I'm at a point now where, like, I'm doing what I want. I have, like, 15 beers that I haven't brewed yet. Like, I have, like, so many ideas about, like, things I want to put out in front of the customers. Where, like, now I, I feel like I'm at a point where, like, I'm ahead of myself. Where, like, maybe people aren't ready for this, this bitter beer, but, like, I'm... Um, like, uh, Michael J. Fox in uh, Back to the Future. He's like, <laughs> you're not ready for this yet, but your kids are going to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like I've, I, like, I'm in touch with the, the customers here. I'm in touch with the employees so i'm kind of seeing like what's actually happening in the marketplace what's happening you know in philadelphia specifically um and i feel like i'm kind of like just very in touch with like what's going on i agree i mean i feel like you you have this eclectic menu of beers that you're brewing um to kind of fall in touch with the trends in philadelphia i mean with you know philly just being so diverse you've got you know down in you know, we talked about Fishtown and Kensington. You've got Human Robot just doing loggers and doing them very well. And you are just pumping out loggers that are amazing over here as well. Like falling into those trends of like, you know, we can do loggers here as well. We can do that. Um, hey, we got the hazy IPAs that are approachable. Like that's the trend that keeps the lights on for a lot of breweries. Yeah, I feel like I love having you guys here because one, you guys are fun to hang out with. And also it's like, you guys are a platform where I can I can show people, you know, on a wider scale about like what I'm doing here because I'm super excited about what I'm doing here. I drink beer all the time. I think what I'm doing is great. And I, like, I want to show everybody kind of what I'm doing the same way that like an artist or, you know, a chef wants to show people like what they're doing or a musician. It's like I feel like this is kind of like my platform and I get to show people every day you know, what I'm putting out. Oh, he makes us blush every time we come <laughs> up here. Oh, man. All right. So let's get into this. Uh, the last we'll, beer? Yeah, last beer, and then we'll get into, we'll get final thoughts on this. Uh, final thoughts, and then uh, let's wrap this up. Let's hang out. Yeah, like, I mean, like I mentioned, uh, double IPA, not my style, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was a very good. Um, I like the uh, booziness to it. Though. Yeah, there's a booziness to it. it. I like the, the little bit of bitterness there. Um very reminiscent of that juicy IPA. If that's the Sabro, then I'm going to Ryan out hard on that because it. <laughs> yeah. She answers up next. 
<laughs> what do we got going on here? So this is this is kind of crazy. Um, oh no. <laughs> So some people, some people have done this up in Brooklyn, up in Florida. Nobody is doing this in Philadelphia. Is this a this is a Keenan and Kel beer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, so I'm, I was very excited for this. I'm we're gonna put it out probably next week or the week after. Um, Ooh. This is an orange soda sour. So this beer tastes exactly like orange soda. Orange soda sour, you say? Orange soda sour. Um, so some people across the country have been doing it. They get a lot of hype you know, like online, but nobody is, I haven't seen anybody in Philadelphia outside of Philadelphia doing this. This beer tastes exactly like an orange soda. Is it true? Is it true? What? I is do, it true? I, ooh. Do, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I might be, a I know Kenny and Kel are, but you guys are over my head in that reference. <laughs> <laughs> We're all. <laughs> all right. Boys, Slancha. Cheers. Cheers. All right, guys. Orange soda. I just smelled my mic. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably a mistake. I have to say, um, as a guy who has a couple late nights and sometimes maybe frequent the old uh, the old McDonald's, you know, Mickey D's, um, I am an orange soda person only when the, you know, the sweet tea's out. And they're like, I'm sorry, we're at sweet tea. I'm like, all right, give me that high C. Give me that orange soda. That's not even the orange soda. That's the lava burst that, juice, that's the, bro. That's the orange drink. Yeah, or orange, orange drink. soda. Depends, you know, depends on how I'm feeling. But... This is crazy. So this is a kettle sour. Just so I'm not. I think like there's stuff like I like to talk to you guys about. This beer is like so much different than any other beer. Like I don't want to go into anything about like how we're making this. I like. I'm, I really like this beer. I think it's like pretty crazy. Um, it is not. It does not taste like a beer. I feel like we're gonna dog ear this one and just go heavy into this. Like. Is it so? You said you don't want to go with too far into specifics on this because I want to go into nothing. But like literally, like, <laughs> like God damn! All right. Does this taste not taste exactly like an orange soda? Yeah, it tastes like Fanta. Yeah, you know, this exactly. is crazy. I, I'm like, how did you do it? <laughs> We're not gonna do any of that. But like, it's only been out. And like, I know Evil Twin does it up in Brooklyn. There's some brewery down in Miami that does it. I forget who. Triple um, Jay Wake. Probably, probably one of those two. Yeah. And. Nobody else is doing it anywhere else, and I think I've like found a lane. And I think I don't know right, how to so, describe it. it so like off the podcast, we're going to talk about this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, actually, no, I'm not going to talk to you at all about it. <laughs> no, this is a. But you have, even if you're not crushing those like every yes, single night. But Greggy this is fucking dope. I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. This is like a good beer to have somewhere where people are like, well, I don't like beer. Uh, it's like, well, we have wine or something. Well, are you five or, years old and like soda? Yeah, you're going <laughs> to love it. <laughs> yeah, you can give your kids this. <laughs> Do you have a He-Man collection at home and look like this? You're gonna love it. <laughs> I may or may not have a vintage casual gray skull, but whatever. <laughs> uh, no, this is. Uh, it's like so weird. It's like not so like. I think it's cool. Like I'm, I'm putting out beers like the Schwarz beer and the Dry Hot Pilsner that are like a classic beer or a, a twist on a classic beer yeah. that are like quality beers and then this beer is just like out of left field like 
Leroy Jenkins coming out of here just <laughs> crushing it. You just salt made us. <laughs> You're just like, dang. <laughs> God damn it, Leroy. Uh, this is um, when you, you were like describing this before the podcast, and I was like, uh huh, yes, yeah, that sounds. It's an orange soda. And now I'm like, and kind of want to. I kind of want to like get you to sneak me like a crowler before we leave. And this isn't even in the bright tank yet. This is still in the fermenter. So once I bring it across and I filter it and I carbonate to three point volume, so it like actually has their carbonic acid and it bounces out the sweetness. Um, I, it's gonna literally. I mean, it tastes like orange soda now, but like when I oh, add shit. the carbonation, it's gonna be spot on with it. Do we, do we with have a nice to, creamy head on it? Do we have perfect. to wait to post this then? I mean, I'm. We're talking live on it. I right know. Now. <laughs> I was like, shit. I want to. I don't want to post this. I don't want to post this and have you come back out and be like, yo. Dude, no, I told you guys about because I want you guys to talk about it. I'm but already feeling take like, that down, man. <laughs> hey, man, you got any more of that orange soda? <laughs> so we did the the lime lager was our last beer release that we did. So we're gonna do one release every month. This is gonna be our release in August. Um, so we'll be posting about it before it comes out. This is awesome. Yeah, this is a. Uh, <laughs> This is different. It, it's it's really like a. What's the ABV on this? Four point two. Oh, nice, oh, crushable. Nice. Yeah. You throw a little, you throw a little scoop of ice cream in there. You get like, a, you get like an orange float. Look at this guy adding creamsicle. lactose to your beers. Orange right? creamsicle. <laughs> I, see, I get creamsicle, like in the in the aftertaste of this. It's not like straight orange soda, at least for me. Um, I get that creamsicle-y, like popsicle. Yeah. Uh, taste. Yeah, it's not just citrus orange, you know, like it has like that different flavor. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that candy or that like orange flavoring. Yep. That sunny That deep. artificial. Yeah. That purple stuff. Water. <laughs> oh, sweet. Sunny D. That good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, this is wild. Yeah. This, is, this is a wild <laughs> this beer is to wild. end on. I what feel like we have great. so much to unravel. And at the end, he's like, I don't want to talk about any of it. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Here's this beer. Guys, shut up about it. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> We're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect beer to get us at like an hour and a half. Like yeah, I did. So I listened to some podcasts, uh, some other beer podcasts that uh, they interviewed. Whoever How dare listened. you? And uh, I'm sorry, I cheated on you guys. <laughs> so there's uh, they interviewed whoever was in Florida that was making them. And like they asked him, like, it was the same thing, like Stonewall. Like, oh, OK. Nope. So you're trying. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, I know, I understand why he's saying because like people aren't making it because like, you know, this is crazy shit, you know? So it, it is. This is this is very crazy. <laughs> and I get yeah, I get like the the secrecy. Don't release it. There's, then you're just gonna have a bunch of replicas out there. Yeah, exactly. So Jeep Iron Hands is skulking around your dumpster right now. <laughs> he just poured what, a, you, what you got in there. He just poured a bunch of Fanta and vodka <laughs> into the mash. He's like, oh, Jeep Iron Hands is skulking around the dumpster. What you got in here? <laughs> You got any fan of bags in here? <laughs> you got Tom Kehoe's like looking through your window. <laughs> do you guys do you guys remember that like not your father's root beer? That yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, this is like that, but better, not as fake. Well, because like, yeah, because like, they they did an orange soda. I never had that. I just had the root beer. Right. I had the I had the ginger ale. The ginger ale was pretty good. I never had the, the root soda beer. One. Sucked. I had the Mountain Dew. It was pretty awesome. The root beer's all right, but like. I'm not trying to crush 12 root beers. Yeah. <laughs> but like th this, taste... I would crush that. That is, this has yeah. such a light bot. Like this is super crushable. I, yeah, like, want, I want more. There's little to no syrup like you would with a not your father's. This is awesome. You know, I want like, more. Some, some beers like now. they pair with like soft cheeses, fish, like lemon. 
This pairs with McDonald's. Yeah. 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 This pairs with a McChicken. Yeah, we went Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> this this pairs with flaming hot Cheetos. Exactly. This is pairing. This is pairing with my ten piece chicken nug. Yeah. <laughs> this pairs great with some Takis. This is gonna pair with me and Greg's journey to McDonald's. After <laughs> Look at that smile. He knows he's a <laughs> pair. This, pair, this pairs well with a Crunch Wrap Supreme. <laughs> Oh man, this is classy. a happy meal beer yeah. right here. Classy, classy, classy <laughs> drinkers right here. Uh, I, I could easily see this being a very big. Uh, I want release more. Event. I want more. Yeah, this I want is a more big now. thing right now. I want more now. I'm going to yeah. shake Richie down after, I like, after the podcast. Like you take me down there and you get me more. I told like he's uh, going to be behind us with piano wire. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk about it anymore. What? <laughs> yeah, I told like our branding team and like the the big victory team that like I was going to do this. And they're like, uh, okay, like let's see, like you know, you have to sell this, right? Um, Bill was like, you, you sold know, it. <laughs> you know, the Germans don't do this, right? <laughs> This is, uh, what is that, Ryan Heiskabot? Yeah, this is Ryan Heiskabot. Yeah, it's the Coxie Mash. Yeah. Uh, he listens. He listens. <laughs> Jeremy, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Jeremy's punching the air right now. Why wasn't my my back better? <laughs> Oh, I drink man. 10 of these over that my box. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, all right. Let's uh let's wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Everyone's clearing out. We're uh we're up against it, guys. So yeah. uh Richie, thank you so much for allowing us to do a live show here again. This yeah. is always so much fun. We always have a blast coming down to victory. Thank you for coming out. I love having you guys down here. We yeah. uh we appreciate you having us here. Um uh, we're happy that you love having this platform because I'm gonna need more than that. So yeah, for real, for real. yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Greg, for coming down and hanging out with us for uh, you know just for being a donor and yeah, donating. give us money and look yeah. what happens. Yeah, <laughs> give us money and come hang out with us and drink beer. Yeah, hi, it's like what anchor.fm slash support best, yeah. best boys. Oh, yeah. Check out the link in our bio and all of our social media, <laughs> guys. Report. Give me money. Money me. <laughs> I mean, you have to play when you're yeah, in Philly. Yeah. I, I say that all the time now. <laughs> when you had to make an orange soda sour. <laughs> Give me money. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sound bite you said the bill. Yeah, I'm making yeah. an orange soda sour. Please just, listen he, to this. Give me money. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, let's wrap this up quick. Uh, guys, come down to... Uh, to victory philly uh 1776 ben franklin parkway it's the easiest address to remember i don't remember anything and i always remember this coming like 1776 ben franklin parkway i don't even know my best friend's phone number by heart but you know what follow them on instagram at victory taproom underscore phl you got it there you go um guys uh follow stab what stabby stabby pod stabby pod stabby pod stabby pod follow stabby pod um Follow us, Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends, P-O-D. All major platforms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all we got. Um, that's all we got. Uh, check the link in our bio on social media for the donation link. Um, also, for all of our links to uh, watch the recaps. If you're not, uh, if you're listening to, us, listening to us on audio, go check out the video links. Uh, they'll be on our uh, all of our bios yeah. on social media. YouTube, Facebook. Twitch, they're all there. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, give money to St. Jude's while I play golf. <laughs> There's that. He's got know. four rounds to do in a month. Yeah. I, got I feel like he can do it. I can do it. I think I can. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you got that. I got my wife to agree to it. It's, like, four round, it's, it's four rounds. It's four rounds a month. Charity. That's, that's once. That's once a week, man. You got this. Yeah, we're charity. It's once a week. All right, yeah. everybody. Um, Dan, you know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. <laughs> yeah, it really gets harder through this PA system. It does. You just told all of Philadelphia that you love me. I'll I'll scream it from the rooftops. I'll scream it from the the PSFS building. Pisses. <laughs> Pisses building. All right, everybody. It's not goodbye forever. It's just. All right, everybody. Uh, this has been uh, Best Westerns Podcast, episode 125. And uh, just remember, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was a coming family. Uh, we out. We out. See you. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet, a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's so up for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there. Were it the ones for me? Epstein is still alive and listens to best best friends.